This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show on RadioAlice.com. Just a heads up, it's not for work, it's not for kids, but it is a good time. Available right here on RadioAlice.com. You only hear it on the Secret Show. You won't find it on your radio. Oh, maybe you're not hip enough to know that Sarah and Vinny's got a secret show. September 12th, iPhone 8. Mm. Oh, that's just around the corner. Do you, are you going to get it? Me, no. No, I actually, uh, with all the changes they say they're making, I'm not sure if it's going to be an improvement. We'll have to wait and see. I like the phone I have. In general... They'd have to do something pretty remarkable for me to think it's worth it. Yeah, I agree. Like, why would I even? But if they I go back to the old jack, and it's faster, and it's got metal on it. Metal? Uh, what do you mean metal? Uh, they're supposed to have like a a different frame for the thing. Go back to the the metal wrapped edges with glass on both sides. Oh, I like that. I liked it to the square one. Yeah, you know we actually have. I think that's a five or a yeah, four. I have an old one too. I have it and I use it just for the camera. Oh, you do? Yep. And because you can still, I can still send texts on it when I'm on Wi-Fi, I think, or mm-hmm. something. For some reason, yeah. I can use it. iMessage is why. And so I use it. Uh, I do a ton of time lapse photography uh, projects in the backyard. Oh. And. It's great for that because you can stand it up right. on stuff. I, so, I hate the rounded edges. The new one may be like that. Oh, so that would if be there's tempting. Some, if there's like some good improvements, but if it's just this, like the screen has one of the big things they're saying is that the screen will be full like, use. Like the Samsungs are. Right. Instead of having the, right. the blacked out top and bottom. I don't care about that. Yeah, I don't care about it either. I don't even notice that. In Plus, fact, I put they, a big old, I big, put a big honking thing on it anyway, so it's got it, it's. They're removing the button, on the bottom. Yeah, I don't like that either. I want but, the button. But the button will basically still be there. You just won't right, see it. You'll just touch it. So I don't see that why that's such an improvement. But when anyway, did you we'll start see. Start the facial recognition or the retinal scans or something. Weren't you? Didn't you do a story about yeah, that? Yeah, it's coming. That'll be good, man. I, I hate like. Uh, if your hands are wet or if you've got dirt on your hands or something, you try to open up your phone and then it doesn't recognize your fingerprint. Oh, I know. I hate that. I don't know, though. You know, that's we've gotten so spoiled. Very, very spoiled. <laughs> so incredibly oh, my, spoiled. my high-tech internet-connected telephone computer device. Wants me to wash my, my hands before I use it. Oh, well, <laughs> I'll use another finger to open it. Yeah, I don't think that oh. that's the big deal. I do think for security reasons, you want it to be as secure as possible. Right. I don't want someone to be able to get at the contacts in my list or uh, whatever. I don't care about my pictures. That doesn't matter to me. What if you look a lot like someone else and they 
you know, like they can open up your like if you look just like your brother, and then your brother can open up your phone. I don't think it works. I don't think it works. It has to be exactly you. And what if you? But I mean, I I don't think guys have to worry the same way girls do though about security. No one's breaking into a guy's phone to see his. That's true, Ben. (laughs) People don't seem to. You don't see leaked. Well, I guess we did see Tiger Woods. But because they stole the, them from her phone, from Lindsey Vaughn's phone. So they didn't. They didn't hack him. They mm-hmm. hacked her. Bonus. And found that in there. Don't say say Wang. What say, did I say? The, the C, C word. word. <laughs> oh, you can't. That's a bad word. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Oh. All right. John, the other day was uh, reciting the uh, speaking of caulking. Mm-hmm. Uh. Because that's like kind of our running joke is, you know, well, you better get that cocked, you know. Yeah. You want me to run, to the, run out to the shed and get the cock? <laughs> so That's you two at home, huh? Yeah, it's we have all these funny jokes about cock. The, the latex filler that you put into cracks mm-hmm. of things. So we're siding something in our backyard and it's going to have to get painted. And so John is like, he's super anal about... Uh, His cocking. His caulking. He anal really is. He's really anal about every all finish work. Well, you work. should be. That's yeah. finishing work, and it should look good. And it's one of the reasons why some of us don't want to do it. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Get it I'm right. like, ah, just paint it. It'll be fine. If it's if there's any cracks in the paint, then you caulk those and paint over that. It's fine. It'll be. Oh, don't worry about it. You of all people. Me of all people. What? Well, you're such a home person oh, no. and such a project I am person. Full on. I would be an eighty percenter. For sure. I am gung-ho in a project until I'm about 80% done, and then I'm so sick of it, and I'm just like, I'm just finish it. Just who cares? Put a piece of plywood up there. Whatever. I'm, I'm, but John is a start-to-finish dude. It's actually it's a really good thing, but it's so aggravating in the moment when you just want something to be done, and he's like, well, let me go get my level, and I well, better yeah, do it right. right. I know. I get it. But it's so, for me, the person who needs it to be done yesterday, because I'm telling you, that's the bad thing about those HDTV shows, is that in a half an hour, they take something from the ugliest thing you've ever seen to the most beautiful, and they basically wave a wand over it. (laughs) So I'm always like walking around my backyard, and I wave a mental wand. I open up my eyes, I go, it still looks the same. It didn't get fixed. Yeah, that's one of those wonderful things that happens. So we, uh, we plan to paint the rooms before we move into this new house. Yeah. Oh, how's that coming? You do you have a painter or are you going to do it yourself? Well, that's it. So that's exactly the conversation. She goes, well, I don't think we'll have enough money for the painter. And, and so so I'll do it. And I'm oh, like, you idea. do it means I'll do it. <laughs> no. Well, it means you'll get everything ready and do all the hard work. She goes, I, I painted the kitchen. The, you did. You did not. I did all of that and I taped every corner in the... And I did all the cutting. Yeah, but I did the all the, yeah, the rolling, the easy part. Are you nuts? Boy, so it seems tough. It does seem tough. So <laughs> I'm like, no, we're gonna hire someone because if you paint, then I paint, and if I paint, then I know we're gonna be there forever. Because I don't want it to right look painter. janky. The thing about painters is they're looking to cut. They when you're not looking, they're like, oh. I'm no, just, I know that's why I'm having meetings. Painter. I've got meetings happening already. Mm. Do you already pick your colors out? Are you that, doing the whole house? So you see the that, I leave to her. Oh. That part, pick any colors you want. I don't right. give up. Doesn't matter to me. I just want the job done right. I just don't want to look at it and be all, oh, what a crummy job. Look at all the gunk in that corner. Come on. Right. It's all gummy. You got a lot of uh, trim in there too? 
huh? crown molding and yeah, there's, molding and stuff. There's the, well, the usual amount. Right. When we're done, this is our project house. When we're done, it's going to be... Ugh! Yeah. <laughs> it does look like it needs some updating. Oh, it needs and, a lot some work, of work. But it's, uh, but it's great. I mean, it's an absolutely great house, and you're going to have a ball living there. Yeah. And, you, and I really feel that you should... If you're gonna, if you're saying to yourself, "I'm gonna redo this house top to bottom," you should live in the house for a while, see how you use it, see the because if you just come in and go, "Oh, we should do this, that, or the other Agreed. thing," sometimes you make a huge, expensive mistake that now you're unwilling to change because you didn't live there and notice that you don't right. you don't use it the way that you thought you were going. I to. I think that we'll prioritize the fixes by living there. Right. That's what I. What is truly bothering believe. us the most? Right. What thing do you look at where you go? I can't do it. So is the flooring going to stay for the time being? Well, we're going to just refinish the wood floor uh, before we move in. But the carpet is going to stay. Right. Carpet it, you can and rip out And it's a bummer. No the carpet's gross and it can really make the house look worse than... Dingy. But I personally, I feel like let's get two years out of this carpet before we even think about it. Because then you could do hardwood throughout the whole ground floor. Or projects where the paint fell on the carpet. Oh, well. It's going anyway Who at some cares, point. Right. right. And then the backyard. I mean, that's going to be a show. Boy, did we? Are we really talking about home repair? Yeah, I, I have a couple questions. As soon as Sarah's done, uh, she's hogging the whole. I'm interview. sorry. There's not. There's no interview. Oh, no, we're, we're not interviewing. interviewing. <laughs> this is. I don't know how this happened, but so we're not in an interview. Fully planted, uh, fully irrigated. You're gonna have a guy come in and they mow the put lawn a ton of money into the place. Right. So there's a lot of uh, work already done to there's the backyard. There's some patios and stuff. Yeah. It looks amazing. I can't wait. For what? Are you going to drive down there? Are you going to drive 100 miles? Yeah, for the for the housewarming party. He said he's going to have one. Oh. When? I don't when, know. When, when, maybe, when? maybe New Year's. Oh, I'm not going to be here. Uh. <laughs> That's a crummy time to have a, a housewarming it party is? anyway. Yeah, it's the middle of winter. You what? should have it next spring when all your trees are in next bloom. Next spring? About, yeah. You know what? How about having just like a pre-Thanksgiving for just the morning show? Oh, that'd be lovely. Have a little Thanksgiving gathering. That sounds delicious. <laughs> <laughs> or you could have a triple. Actually, I won't be in town, I don't think. No, no, like I'm saying a week or two before. Or uh, you, could, you could have a triple <laughs> birthday for me, Yuzette and Sarah, because our oh. birthdays are right next to each other. Oh, you could throw us a triple birthday. Yeah, for, and it's Yuzette's 50th. Oh, right. Yeah. I thought we were doing Hawaii 5 uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Why would you not make that happen at your 50th? Because uh, I don't really care about birthdays, but uh, my brother is not going to go, and I don't think John could take off work. I So uh, I'm not going to say it. What? I'm not going to say mind. what. Let's start. Say well, it. hold on. I have a couple oh, questions started, about the house. I, we haven't started. Oh, we have started. Woman has some questions about I the house. I don't like, well, okay, yeah. so I'll say it, but mm-hmm. I don't I don't want you to be mad at me. Here okay. we go. I worry a lot because of both your parents passed away young. I worry about you, and I think that your 50th should be a huge celebration. Mm. Well, I agree. What better place than the Santa Cruz Mountains? Woo-hoo! I don't think that you don't have any ailments, though, at the moment, right? No. Okay. That's good to know. I'll ask again in a year. <laughs> I worry. I months. do. No, I, I'm not mad at you for saying that. I mean, I think about it. And I wish, like, if I want something to happen, I have to make it happen, you know? And that irritates me, but that's what it is. And I right. can't be mad because John isn't planning a whole planning thing. Planning anything. Right. So, so, I don't know. I'll think about it a little bit more. 
Well, I can make some calls for you, too. Actually, I mean, I'm you pretty should connected. just let... Hooman is a big event planner. Well, no, no. I am just. I might be able to hook her up somewhere. <laughs> Take over, who? Like, Hooman, like you a, should plan her a party. I'll help you. We can figure well, it out. I don't want to... I mean, we got Vinny's house. We might as well just do it there. Okay, I don't do think that that's house. what's going to happen. Let's plan it. Let's be a little Vinny's more house. realistic and not do this conversation on the air. Right, Early November would be great. It's not good Early for us. November. Why not? Why not? What are you doing? we're not going to be ready. Birthday's right around that time too. We have a four-way a birthday Ooh. party. Birthday! Oh, I've never a great even heard idea. of that. <laughs> oh, you guys are making my butt sweat. <laughs> I just can't have this conversation. Can just we move on? About, we want to plant the seed and water the seed. Uh, I have a couple questions about the house. First, how many square feet is the new house? I have no idea. Exactly. Yeah, you. I don't. Do. No. You know what? If you knew me, you'd know I didn't. I know how much. I know how, how many, many square it is feet. Too. Go ahead and tell me. Hold on. I thought. Take that I'll out. Take it out. So I got the square footage of the house, All right. but leaving the quadruple birthday. All right. I'll <laughs> yes. leave that in there. <laughs> I have no internet connection anyway. I can't pull up the site. Yay! Yeah, can't pull up the Yay, bad internet! <laughs> For one. I have another question. Is there a tree in your backyard that you could possibly build a tree house in? Oh. Yes or no? No. You sure about that? Positive. There's no big trees in your backyard? There's... There's space where she could have like a clubhouse, house, yeah. like a but there's no tree for a tree house. Mm. Oh. All right. Okay. All right. Email time. I have one other question. Oh, come I, have, on. I have one more too. Oh right, my go God, first. Vinny, go I'm first. trying to get them to move I on. I know, me too. <laughs> Is there like a river or anything nearby, a stream? Oh. Uh. Well, there's, you know, have you heard of the, it's, it's a small body of water. You may have heard of it. It's the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Good one. I it's thought you not, were going to say a creek of some it's kind. It's not far. It's, it's actually someplace we go a lot. We spend right. a lot of time right there. The Pacific yeah. Ocean. Okay. Here's my final question okay. about the house. Yeah. And then I might have to mark off. Uh, <laughs> sorry, everyone. I didn't want the show to go this way. With the new, big, beautiful backyard, yeah. is it fully fenced? Yeah. And does that mean... That a puppy will be joining the Hassan family. That conversation has happened uh, multiple times, and I'm sure we will get a dog someday, but no time soon. Oh, we're not ready for that. Do you realize we? So this is, and then we let's be done with this. We had to sell the San Jose first. We had to get the squatter out, yes, mm-hmm. which was a process. I still, it burns. I, I, it burns me. It must be eating you alive. The fire in me. To know that some dude stole $6,000, probably more, from us. And while you might say, well, it wasn't really. He didn't walk in and take that off the... No, he... Lived in your house for free for two months while and, you continued and to pay the mortgage. And didn't pay the rent, right. right. Period. Dude stole from us. And you had to us. go to court. And you he stole sleep from you. Right. He stole uh, relaxation Trust. from you. Anyway, that house is getting sold we bought this new house and then the house we're living in is getting sold. So there's three things happening all in the air. Peter Cook, you are a saint. The dude is ding, ding, whatever you want to do. Has your house that you're living in now that you've been in for about three years, has that appreciated a lot? Uh, Not a lot, but some. Enough. Enough. I mean, we're going to do okay with it, but we're also not going to sit because we have so many things in the air, we're not going to be all... We're waiting for this humongous price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not gonna. We're gonna try to get make this, that happen. Get this 
chapter of our lives closed and move on into the settle right into your big beautiful home new house. repair uh, portion of our program. <laughs> it's going to be a lot. How's the master bath? How's the master bath? It's gigantic. And do you like the tile and everything, or is that a future project? I think everything is a future project. Oh, I don't everything. hate it. There's a lot of stuff I can ignore. I think that she heated floors in there. No. You gonna do too it? Bad. You I don't do care that. about that. Oh, you would if you had them. I wouldn't. <laughs> I, would. you know what? When I did so that nice. little bathroom, that little tiny apartment that we have, he goes, "Make the floors gray so that you can't see the dirt." He got no. He <laughs> he offered that. He's like, "Oh, you know, a lot of people like heated floors," and I was like, "You know what? That switch to the heated floor thing looks like to me, one of those switches that doesn't do anything hmm. because it's broken and you never get it fixed." That's what that looks like to me. It's so awesome. You program it so it's already warmed up in the morning when you walk in there. Yeah, I don't want programmable mm. floors in a house I own ever. Or a bridge. Oh, you don't want a bridge? No. Oh, you should put in a koi pond <laughs> and put a bridge over it. Nope. Oh, Isla would love it. Anyway. <laughs> Was that it for the... Anybody? I think that's one it. Final Please, God, no. Please. One final. Uh, what, if you could pick a breed of dog for your backyard, what mm. would it be? A good question. What's the perfect dog for your backyard? I've been looking at a lot of breeds of dog. Uh, the truth is that uh, right now, because of my commute and the time spent with my daughter and trying to play guitar and trying to get exercise, I do not have time for a high maintenance, uh, high energy breed. So I'm looking at much calmer, smaller, calmer oh. dogs. Uh, so I don't know what I'm going to end up with. I was looking at terriers, but uh, many of them are high energy. So I don't know where I'm going to go with that yet. And luckily I don't have to rush into it. No. And I'll, I may do, right I may do the rescue thing. And uh, while I don't think I would get an older dog, I might get a, you know, one, two year old dog. We'll see. Right. We'll see what happens when that time comes around. How's, do you think Leo's going to like the new house? <laughs> oh, Leo. I'm here too. I don't know. I'm everywhere. I don't know what to say about that guy. <laughs> That's going to be rough. I'm going to pee everywhere. Bad... I'm going to get you. No. Get me off those meds. No. Double up. Double up on the meds. <laughs> double up? They actually have a behaviorist appointment for Friday. Oh. Friday we night. Meet. This Friday night uh, at 5 p.m. That's yeah. fantastic. So we'll see. Is it Jackson Galaxy? No, but it's like that. Oh, it's like Jackson. someone who's going to meet with them, and yeah. although coming to the house, no, to we're, they're going to her. But it's one of those things where I talked to the lady for 30, uh, 30 minutes the other day. Excuse oh. me, sure. leave that in. Uh, yeah, can you leave that in? I really. Uh, uh, you talk to the woman. I talked her for thirty minutes, and and she went at length, and she was like, you know, he's not young. So some of this stuff is who he is. Yeah. That's and me. and I think that we, as we discussed, it was like, well, if we can't deal, she was like, you know, he may need someone who can give him full-time energy, like full-time, like a retired person mm -hmm. that is around full-time and wants to, wants to care for him. Right. That may be what he's trying to say with some of these behaviors. And that's never been the case. No. You guys are a young family. And even so. before she was in, you know, when your uh, girlfriend had him by herself, she was in and out of there all She's the time. And tech lady and an iron, and a triathlete. 
All right. Well, here's what I suggest. Oh, this should be good. Yeah. I can't wait. Should I record this on my phone? You probably yeah. should. Right. Um, we'll send you a link later. Uh, please because do. it would be very hard to find a new home for a cat. Uh, People want kittens and, you know, if only every old person was out there saying, I'll take your cats, I'll take your cats. Mm. My cats would have been gone years ago. So, uh, oh, really? Put the cat out at night. Out, out. Now you have a yard. You know, I don't know that. The, I don't know what to do about that. I'm letting her deal with that. It's a decision she's going to have to make. I hope we don't have to rehome him. And there was a point where that conversation came up, and I was like, "Do everything first that you can before you go there, because if you go there, it's permanent, right. and you and you'll you'll have guilt. You don't want to have guilt. No. How old's the cat? It's like nine. No, oh, it's not that old. How old do they live? 40? No, 15, 17. Okay, well, that's, I mean, he's over half there. <laughs> Tick tock, buddy. Half yeah. <laughs> dead. <laughs> I tell you, leave him out at night. And he goes outside. My one cat literally never goes in the house, doesn't use the litter box ever. Neighbors. No, it goes in our yard. We have all that sand <laughs> in the back. Oh my God, though. Listen. Here we go. <laughs> that chocolate hull cocoa, cocoa shell uh, mulch keeps it like the cat can go anywhere it wants in the yard but i don't want it to go in all the stuff i've newly planted and you put the cocoa shell mulch down it just looks like regular dark brown mulch and it smells like chocolate it smells like you're making mm. hot cocoa in your backyard mm-hmm. it's so awesome and the cats won't go near it radio.com Let's cover the floor of the house with that stuff. I know. Then. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> they won't even walk through There's it. There's a thought. They, they jump over the, the path that has it mm. on it. Like, they won't t- they won't go near it. I don't know if that would work if you have dogs, though. I think that dogs might actually it could go make out. Dogs I'll sick. eat that. It, I, I think it could. Someone wrote that. I don't know if it's true. Oh, did I talk about this before? Yeah. Oh, God. It's so, it's so great. Uh, this is reaction to the fetish stalker. Uh, bad advice that we did on Tuesday. I thought about that quite a bit. Go ahead. Oh. Uh, I agree with you all for the most part. Let the police know if he makes you feel uncomfortable. You have to think about you. Also, maybe he stalked others in the past and they have a record of that. God forbid you don't want to ruin his life and he chooses to end yours. And just because you're into fetish stuff doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. Human is wrong to say you should not ever be going to those sites. He judged you from the moment fetish was read. I'm 100% right. You should not go to those fetish websites. If it was a stalker at a church, would he say not to ever go back to church? It's different. It's entirely different. There are stalkers at church. There's stalkers everywhere. But... Be afraid. Be very afraid. There's stalkers everywhere. (laughs) There is. Why should she have to alter her life because of another person? Of course, some changes may have to take place short term. I listened to a podcast called Real Crime Profiles. It's awesome. One of the women there is a former Scotland Yard, is former Scotland Yard and worked for the FBI, and she has a checklist, dash risk checklist.co.uk, slash stalking. I'll say it again. Dash risk checklist.co.uk slash stalking. So it's a checklist that I guess you go through. When you meet someone? I'm not sure. Or I think if you like, think you're being stalked yeah. and things oh, okay. that you can do. Dash risk chest checklist dot co dot uk. Um, they say it's obviously for the UK, but maybe there's something like this in the F- in the uh, USA also. 
Ah, I America. see it. Do you, what kind of checklist is it? Uh, it's pop. It's loading right now. Okay. You know what's weird about the the fetish thing is that I don't doubt if someone I liked or or even someone I thought was hot looking was into that and said, "Look, I'm going to tie you up and you're going to love it." I'd probably say, "Okay." The idea, though, that you would be searching in places out there in the general public to find someone to do. And I don't even want to judge the behavior as risky because I understand you've got, in, under normal circumstances, a safe word. And it's perfectly between two consenting adults, fine. But the idea that some of this stuff could be seen as scary and yet it's part of what the turn on is. I feel so nervous about the idea that someone would go out on a website and be meeting people for I this know. reason. I, I, I'm not trying to judge it. I actually, like I said, it, it would be fine if someone I was with said, you're going to take it and I'm going to show you what's what. And I'd be like, yes, ma'am, okay, I'm, I'm all excited. Uh, that might even be fun. Sure. But the uh, I just wouldn't even go seek it out that way. There's just no possibility of it. Right. Uh, I know that. Would you? Is, no. I well, I don't know. I mean, if I was really into some fetishy thing that, uh, and I wasn't having luck finding people of like, because I mean, that is a weird thing to bring up. You're just on a regular like Tinder date or whatever. You're like, so um, you know, I didn't want to bring this up on my profile, but what I really want to do is have you tie me up and flog me. I mean, for some people that would be like a... So this is a way of finding like-minded people. It's just, I get what you're saying too. You don't even want to call it risky behavior, but it's definitely outside the the full-on normal range of things that people are, are into. It's it's a specialty area that and then you might you hear, not have luck finding people. And, and I don't believe them. That's just my opinion. I don't believe them. But you hear those madams who say, we don't, this isn't even sexual. We don't even right. touch their, okay, look, maybe you're just trying to keep police from coming to get you as a whore because you are <laughs> actually, you know, someone or doing whatever in the course of your business. And I, I can understand that. And I'm not trying to call you out and get you busted, but I don't believe it, that there's any kind of, or that, that there's no sexual angle to this. Mm-hmm. Why then? I don't know because maybe it's just not our thing, but I have definitely heard from people that it, for them it's about surrendering power, being at the mercy of someone else, having to trust Sexually, that person. Sexually, though. But, but it isn't. Not, not not for everyone. I'm sure, listen, if I was doing it, I'd be like, oh, yeah, and then you then you bone me, right? Like, right. While I'm tied up. But for some people, it's they crave being submissive or they crave being the dominant. Right. I'll be submissive. But you're going to hold my balls hostage, right? <laughs> I'm going to put them in this clamp, but then that's the last time I'm going to no! touch them. No! Leave them yeah, like there for a minute. I can't pretend to build understand Build the anticipation, it. and then... But you're right. There are people who are like, no, it is for sure not about that. See, I don't believe them. Yeah. I, I mean, I believe them. I just know that I, that would never work for me. I have no compunction to get tied up for any reason other than, oh, now you do nasty stuff. Right. Me. Eventually, that's I think you have to bleep that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, the fetish thing. Be careful with that. But I, I totally get why you have to find people who are into the same thing as you. You just struck gold in the bad way. Uh, uh, love you guys uh, all, including Human. Mm. Um, I am absolutely 
throw myself over a cliff annoyed by my best friend's new boyfriend. Yeah, let's hear about this. All right. <laughs> relate to that already. <laughs> talking human's language. So here's a little bit about the best friend. She's 32, a nurse, has her own place, has paid off all her major debt. She's clawed her way tooth and nail to get to this point, all while taking care of her mom and younger brother with little to no help from any of her family since the age of 16. Mm. All right. Now a little about the boyfriend. He's 27, although he has the maturity level of a 19-year-old, just received his bachelor's degree and plans to get his PhD, although after meeting him, he doesn't seem to have much going on upstairs, so I highly doubt it. For example, when playing poker with us, he couldn't figure out any hands, even after numerous explanations. Okay. He doesn't have a job, no car, <laughs> dorms. Doesn't have a job, no car, dorms. He lives in dorms? I, uh, maybe. Dorm? That, is that what it is? Like, I live in a dorm, I dorm? He dorms. I don't know. While All being right. a nice person just seems to be someone who will be another anchor in her life. I think she has so much to offer in a relationship, but I know she has low self-esteem and picks pretty bad partners who bring nothing to the table. She has told me she's ready to buy a house and start a family, but she's not in a position to do this at this point unless she meets a partner who is her equal. Yeah. How can I tell her my feelings about this dude so she can see the light and finally get the life she deserves? And more importantly, my close-knit group of friends and I get together fairly frequently. It's to the point where he's always around. Oh, that's the worst. How can I tell her not to invite this bozo to our get-together? Bozo. Since bozo. it feels like hanging out with a younger brother's stupid friend. Uh, love to know all your thoughts and advice. Call me Aria. Uh, side note, she's very serious about this dude and has already spent tons of money to meet his parents in another state. Oh, oh no. Well, I guess I'll start. Uh, first thing... There's nothing worse than a group of friends and then somebody else coming in to mess up that dynamic. That's just the worst. Everybody, that's the worst? Nothing worse? No, that's just one <laughs> of the worst. Nothing worse? It's one of the worst. But uh, you're, this is horrible. I, I think clearly your friend's having premarital sex. Oh, my God. Oh, so, God. oh don't say and, that. And I think she's enjoying it considering all the stress she's been under and you know all of the people she's had to carry in her life. So I don't think she's going to want to be giving that up anytime soon. <laughs> I, I hate to say it, but you might have to kiss this friend goodbye. Oh, what? All the signs are there. Like, she's got this guy. She's going to go. And if you say anything against him, like. You're the enemy. Yeah, you're the enemy. Like, this is a lose-lose for you. Either you go tell her the truth, which she cannot handle at all. Or you say nothing and you lose her anyway. You're going to lose her either way. It's, uh, believe me, I've been there 1,000 times. That's it. We can go on to the next one. I'm right. Nobody else needs to say anything. You know what struck, <laughs> stuck out from this to me is that etiquette of bringing the person along when they've invited a, their friend, but their friend feels like they can bring this person along. I think the way to handle that is you have to stop inviting that person knowing they're going to bring mm -hmm. someone with them. And oh, hopefully right. they catch that, but and maybe they won't. They or won't. maybe they will say, hey, why are you not letting me know about this stuff? And that opens the door to uh, you bring uninvited guests well, it's, with you. Well, it sounds like this group of friends, probably some are partnered and some aren't, because I think that's actually a really normal part of, you know, I how old are these people? Looks like or, or around 30. I mean, that's actually, you know, people do. You you meet with your friends, but everybody's sort of, few people have a partner, maybe a couple people don't. When the person has a partner, they, they bring them there. Right, but what I'm saying is there's an etiquette to bringing a new person into that 
dynamic, mm-hmm. which you'd usually like to think, why don't you date that guy for a while before you start bringing him around? We don't want to get to know every damn person you're boning. <laughs> yeah. We don't need that person to show up in our group pictures and always be like, who the f- is Who's that, that guy? <laughs> Who's that? Our Jesus. Familiar. Another, I mean, I definitely feel like that ends up happening on holidays, too, where you're like, who is this guy in my house right now? Who'd you just bring over? He's the person I'm with. Right. We didn't, we don't, we didn't. Yeah. Well, unless you it's specifically a, say, don't bring a guest. Well, so I, <laughs> but I do think it's an interesting thing. Like, should you have to have that person's latest date in your house on Thanksgiving? No. To me, no. But if you want that person to be there, then maybe the answer is But that's yes. the point of what I'm bringing up, which is you might find yourself saying, we don't want that person because that person brings another person all the time. So that's maybe the way to get the message across. I definitely have seen this and dealt with this where you go, uh, it's Thanksgiving and we have a new random person at the table. Yeah, that's... Uh, Another random person. I think the bottom line is there's nothing that you can really do to get that. I mean, you don't want to be the person who's bad... She could wind up married to this guy and right. then you're totally out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might just want to back Trust. yourself off. You cannot... You you. There's nothing you can do. This is a, this person's mistakes to make. I get it. You think she deserves more and she doesn't. And But there's not a whole lot well, you can do. Well, it sounds like she's a rescuer. Yeah. She's so, a, yeah, that's she's, why she picked this loser. But she's a nurse, so she's a, you know, she's someone mm. who helps people and right. she sees this person and probably sees the good in him and I just hope you don't doesn't. see it. You see him right. as a, you know, a, a leech and a barnacle or whatever and you're <laughs> like, "Oh, this guy's the worst." And she's like, "He's got the best heart." And a great well, that might be it too. For the, that he gets out of the garage. I wasn't thinking and about fixes that the at sink all. With. I hate to say it, but you can kiss this friend goodbye right now, uh, or you can just play this for her and see if she can figure out that we're talking she about. She won't. Her. Nurse, She'll be like, if you're the nurse, yeah, that person's got a tough situation. Your, friend, your friends miss you. Yeah, that's a. It's they, a. It is a. It's a super bummer when someone that you really love, a close friend, hooks up with someone you just think sucks. And your friend, your yeah. boyfriend's a loser. You don't even have to hate the person. It's just that you don't want to entertain it like damn i get cornered by that person all the time i don't want to isn't that the worst when yep. you, you're at yeah. a party and just in an effort to be nice you wind up stuck with this person you're just like there's i this is what i'm doing tonight i've definitely been like <laughs> where is this person's person yeah <laughs> why Someone come get this person around like where is it why did <laughs> they're so psyched to not be entertaining them they're hiding outside under the porch <laughs> With the dog. Uh, do I have time for yeah. one more? Do we? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Okay, great. Okay. Four years ago, I met my current boyfriend. We'll call him Slippery Slope well, or SS. Call him news. SS. Uh, they met through a mutual friend. We developed a crush right away. At the time, he was close friends with a woman slash whore who has a <laughs> reputation in our community for cheating on her husband. And rumor had it at the time that SS was her current fling. I would not date him because of his involvement with her, and I told him so. He denied there was anything more than a friendship and agreed to cut all ties with her so that I would go out with him. We bonded quickly and immediately became an exclusive couple. Mm. One year later, I learned he'd never ended his friendship with her, and in fact, they were hanging out together more than ever, secretly. People who'd seen them together insisted they were sleeping together based on their behavior, though there was no proof. Her husband caught on at about the same time, and he called me. Together, we tastefully blew the bleep out of the water. Tastefully? Yeah. 
Her husband stayed with the whore. I promptly broke it off with SS. Now, I've never been one to give second chances. I trust my gut, and I don't put up with S from anyone. I make good decisions. I don't waver, and I never look back. I'm a 47-year-old hot single mother who's got my together without the need for a man. I'm a catch. I don't need, nor do I have the time for drama or douchebags in my life. And yet she's writing us. Right. But there's and a but. I strive to set. I strive to set good relationship examples for my two teenage daughters. SS immediately began backpedaling, dumping the whore flat on her ass, after which she went off the rails, white trash style. Personally, face-to-face apologizing to her husband, who I'm shocked didn't kick his ass. Acknowledging that he was an alcoholic, though I'd never seen him drunk, he uh, used one to three beers a night. He used them. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, used to, I used to use those token beers, too. The whiskey bottle was there, though. Trust me. Locking into AA, a sponsor, and a therapist regularly, and cleaning up his indiscretions with me, although he never admitted to sleeping with her. Six months of this, and I took him back. And we've had three years of greatness since. It's taken a long time for me to trust him again, but my walls have finally come down and the resentment has subsided. I've begun to imagine us together for the long haul. He's a completely different man, three years sober, better at communication, vulnerability, selflessness. In that first year, while he was secretly with the whore, we also had several fights about his hanging out after work with women one-on-one, giving rides home, texting with them on nights and weekends, etc. He always claimed this was work-related and innocent. When there were signs of these women crushing on him, he'd defend, I can't control people having a crush on me. I can only control my own I'm actions, and I'm not, awesome. I'm not doing anything wrong. I wouldn't let anything happen. Yes, he can be a master manipulator. When we got back together after our breakup, I, it was made very clear this was a deal-breaker for me moving forward. Absolutely no one-on-one time with other women, especially women he has an intimate history with. Obviously, there are exceptions, mean, meetings at work, accidental paths crossing, etc. It's my line in the sand. I hold myself to the same standards. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Couple weeks ago, uh, SS went out for drinks. He gets non-alcoholic drinks. After work with a woman he had had intimate relations with prior to us dating. He did not invite me to go. He claimed it was a networking meeting for work, and I reminded him of our agreement, explaining it was a serious trigger for me. When he got defensive, I did not engage or nag, but requested a meeting with his therapist. We went to a session together, and he continued to be defensive. No apology. Just, I can't believe we've been back together for three years, and you're still harping on this. Have we made no progress? Am I not allowed to even talk to another female without your permission? It's like dating my mom. Yeah. His therapist could not get him to soften. I left there feeling worse than when we went in. This isn't about me suspecting an affair. I don't believe he's looking to be unfaithful. This is about setting boundaries for what feels safe for me in a relationship based on what we've experienced and the imprint left on me. And the fact that he agreed to those boundaries. I'm stuck. I told myself if he ever crossed that line or if I ever saw any indicators that he might revert to his old ways, I'd bail. Allowing this behavior feels like I'm compromising my integrity. However, we've had three really great years. And up to this episode, we've felt solid and easy, and we've grown to be best friends. And I wonder if there's enough good there to fight for. Vinny, speaking from a recovery standpoint, would you call this a minor setback? Or is it possible he's been doing the recovery thing for me versus for himself, which we all know is an act with a limited shelf life? Help. No name. Do you want to go first? You can go first. All right, thanks so much. I know you asked for Vinny, but uh, let's just get this. Let's just get this 100% clear. Everything he's doing, he's doing for you. He's not doing anything for himself. He's he want. It seems like he wanted to, but he is reverting back to his old ways. And uh, as much as you built yourself up in that email, you all have already gone against all of your regulations or whatever, all your rules. So. 
You could have made this email way shorter. Yeah, I know. I wish there. I had way actually shorter. crossed a couple of these off. Because you, it's weird that you like told us all these things about yourself, and yet you broke all of your own rules. Uh, secondly, like I know you had three good years, but there's resentment. <laughs> there's resentment in this email. There's resentment in your tone. There's resentment towards this poor guy. The therapy session was a disaster. I always think about when Vinny uh, tried to put... Stuff back together. Hallelujah. No, hallelujah for you. <laughs> he talked about scorched earth, and you know you did get three years good after after the initial kind of breakup, and he got his ass together, and he put it all back together, and then. But there's always going to be that little kernel of distrust. Yep. And it's it's rearing its ugly head, and I think the best thing you could possibly do here is stick to your guns that you set, your regulations that you yep. set up for yourself. And say, I'm sorry, I can't I, I can't live with someone that I have to impose all kinds of rules and be worried about all the time. Yeah. I can't be that person. Or, I mean, listen, if you can be, then be it. And, and then you don't need us. But if you're writing to us because you need advice, I think you, you've answered your own question. You need to get out of there. You, you set these rules. He broke the rules. You got to go. And it's he- only going to, even if he puts it all back together and you guys get back together three more great years and then this will happen again. And he's frustrated, man. This guy is... Yeah, he's bummed, too. You're both super resentful. Frustrated. All right, Finny, now it's your turn. I don't have much more to say than that. I think you guys nailed it. I feel like you want to be with someone you can relax around. And if you're going to be clenched all the time because this boy has... Historically shown you a bad side. I I, I mean, I'd like to think in the three years that he's been good to you and you guys have been good together that you'd be able to say... Do your thing, dude. Do your thing, and I'm just going to trust you. And if you ruin this, then you've ruined this because there won't be any comeback. That's the way that should go. But it doesn't, and you mentioned it. It doesn't because people don't ever really trust again like you'd like to think they would. Like you would going in. and Maybe that happens among friends. Sometimes you hear people do find that in relationships, but most of the time there's one partner who's losing sleep at night. One partner's happy as can be. They got everything back, and they're so happy. But another partner can't let go of that feeling or the things they've seen or the that that stinking suspicion that something is going to happen when their back is turned, and that is no no way way to live. live. Jinx. So Um. I'm sorry. I mean, you should be able to be free and and. Yeah, as painful as it might be, and I and as I, I, I don't see anything good coming out of that. That's a lifetime of resentment in front of you. Life Here's is something long. that I only know about now because I have a kid, is that uh, you don't share a kid. So that's one reason why you might try extra hard to figure it out. You don't share a kid, so you don't have to put up with that crap. You don't have to feel like that. And for him to be saying, it's like, I'm dating my mom because you have concerns. Like, I'm, I'm grossed out by that. I just feel like eh, that's, if it's not over now, it's going to be over at some point. Skip all the ugliness and nip that bud. And there's things that we say in relationships that stick in people. Mm. And that might be one of them. That's, what am I, dating all. my mom? I would be like, okay, you're not dating your mom anymore. Your mom's <laughs> leaving. Right. Have a good life. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Well, uh, you know, I feel like we really helped some people. I do. Yeah. You can send us an email, any kind of question, any kind of problem, Sarah or Vinny at RadioAlice.com. Sarah with an H, Vinny with an IE, and uh, we'll catch you on Tuesday. Have a good one. Bye. Way to go, oh, human. and be cool. It's going to be nailed it today, buddy. Oh, Thank you are amazing. You. The jacket's on, though, and he's got one foot out the door. <laughs> Thank you. His exit. I mean, oh, there he goes. Goodbye, <laughs> human. Thank you so much. Oh, he put the door stop in for us. That's nice. That is nice. Bye, who? Good job Bye, yesterday on the stair climb. Hey, who? Yeah. Your phone. Oh, thanks. Oh, and one more thing.